Good morning and welcome to the Sneaker Principal Podcast. This is Uche Njoku, Sneaker Principal, and I'm sitting in my car right now, and it's a very rainy, cold morning with a lot of sleet outside, so it's kind of a, one of those days you have to be very careful as you walk outside, because uh, more than likely, one misstep and you will be on the ground. I'm sitting in my car right now before going into BJ's to get some provisions for the family. And um, I was just compelled to take my phone out and record this episode. Um, And this episode, I want to talk about fear. This is probably going to be a very short episode, but um, I'm making an effort to make sure that I record content regardless of where I'm at, regardless of the sound quality um, and what I mean by sound quality, I'm not just talking about like horrible sound, but not the typical podcasty, you know, full colorful voice you would hear when I'm recording from my studio. Um, I just want to make sure that whenever I have an idea and a thought that I am able to record and um, and just keep creating and sharing the ideas that are in my head. So today, fear. This is not something that's new as far as a topic to be discussed, but it's definitely something to remember. Too many of us get very comfortable in our perceived successes. You know, for example, right now I am a high school principal in New York City, largest school system in the country. Um, I've done well for myself as far as leading my schools, you know, I've been able to avoid <laughs> any major controversy in my career. And um, and I think I'm, I'm respected by my students and, my, and the families I've worked with over the years. And uh, I'm proud of that. I know that it's not something that's easy to do, even attaining the levels I've attained thus far. At um, the age of 45 and having a career that's only spanned 16 years. So mind you, I came into education at 29, I believe, and uh, here I am right now, and uh, I've, I've done a lot, and I'm very proud of it. But the question now is, what's next? Many of us, we get into life and careers and positions in our journey, and we settle. And not to say that I'm settling, but I know there's so much more in me. I know there's so much more in you. I know right now there's someone listening who has questioned maybe once every so often, if not every day or every second, what am I doing and am I happy doing what I'm doing? Is there more that I can do? Is this all that life is going to be about until the end of my existence? These are questions that are in my mind all the time. And once upon a time, I feel guilty about it. I used to tell myself, how dare you think like that? Especially seeing all of the good that, that you've accomplished, all the blessings that have come your way. But at the same time, before these blessings came my way, before all the good that I've done from my present position in life, I had the same thoughts. When I was sleeping on my mother's couch in Los Angeles, at the college, and I had no idea what I was going to do. 
I slept on that couch for almost a year, you know, until I got a customer service job at Kinko's. If you guys remember Kinko's, the copy center, that's now FedEx copies. I remember just sitting there and just, uh, and just not know what I was going to do with my life. And that thinking and the effort and energy that I put in exploring got me to where I'm at right now. But is it, does it now mean that because I'm here, that that's it? That I am not allowed to explore any further beyond where I sit right now from my present status in life? You know, is there more? You know, we live in a society that says that you're only allowed to explore and, and be adventurous sometime between birth and your early 20s. I mean, sorry, not your early 20s, but through your early 30s. But after that, you have to find stability. And I have to say, that's nonsense. The greatest men and women who've ever lived in this world explored and pushed beyond their 30s into their 40s and 50s and 60s. And I kept on just exploring the world and doing amazing things. Some of the people I've admired the most, I discovered them doing amazing things in their late, in later in their lives. But for some reason, we're told that those are the outliers. And I beg, to, I beg to question that. I beg to differ. I think what's happened is that the way we've been educated, we've been educated to believe that once you get out of school and you secure a career, your responsibility, or at least the responsible thing to do, is to stay in that position until you retire. You know, to be responsible and stay put, stay still until you hit retirement. What is that? You know, your 60s? You know, your, your 70s? Then after that, you take your pension and you kind of like chill. And if you if you don't have a pension and you're not able to retire in that in that way, it's because you messed up and and you're just gonna have to figure out your life until you die. And I think that is complete nonsense. I think that's I believe not think I believe that same energy that I had in me in my youth, and I hate even the fact that I said me in my youth because what is youth other than the ability to maintain vigor and energy and strength and move forward and have the pliability in your mind to make decisions and think and dream. That is youth. But for whatever reason, we put a number to youth and say that's what youth is. If you define, if you look in a book, in any book, dictionary, I'm sorry, and you look up the word youth, there's this propensity to lean towards age and specify, specify um, band and time in, within a lifespan. But when you look at the word youthful, it speaks about the vigor of, of an energy that goes beyond age and time. But at the same time, youth and youthful are the same thing if you really think about it. So there's no reason that time should, should a time or position on life should determine how you move through your existence. I'm going to go back to that original word that I used, you know, uh, to, to try, that I attempted to try to use to frame this, this entry, this podcast. And that is fear. We get so stuck in fear 
of what happens if we step out of, out of the boundary that we place upon ourselves or society placed on us, saying that if you step out of this space, you might lose it all. When in all reality, it was stepping out of one place that allowed, that allowed you, allowed me to have what I have right now. That allowed you to have what you have right now. You have to step out of one circle into your present circle. Or your present, your present square or box, whatever it is. So who's to say that you can't step out of which, which you're in right now into something even better? And even if it's worst, just step out of the worst and go back to, go back into where you came from or, or into something different. It is very important that we stop living our lives trapped in this circle or square or this or these parameters of fear that says that if we do anything other than what we're doing right now, that we're going to be doomed. I refuse to believe that. I refuse to believe that any 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 longer. We live a very amazing, interesting thing called life. That doesn't make any sense. We live this thing called, yeah, we do. We do live this interesting thing called life. Because if, if we're not living, it's not life. And the thing about it is life allows us to explore beyond the boundaries. The thing is we can't let fear, whether it's fear that's internalized, fear from the external, where it's coming from, our spouse, our family members, our friends, society, whatever it is, you cannot let that stop you from stepping into the next circle, the next box, the next level, the next space. Because once you step into that, you might be surprised what happens. In 2005, when I came to New York with a backpack and a duffel bag to Fort, in, to, uh, Fort Independence Building over in Kingsbridge in the Bronx, and I stayed with my friend in a one-bedroom apartment in the projects. And I asked myself, did I just leave Malibu, California, where I was working as a personal assistant on the beach to come here and be in the projects, you know, practically sleeping on the floor? Asking myself, did I make a mistake choosing to come to New York City to become a teacher? Well, the circle that I walked into 16 years ago, I'm still in that circle and here I am. Having been a school principal twice, now the question is, what's the next circle? What is your next circle? What is that next space that that you need to step into so you can really, really push into your gifts and give the world something they've never seen before? This is Uche Njoku, Sneaker Principal. Be well.